Okay, so I am so fucking pumped up right now. I literally just got rid of all these extra subscriptions, MailChimp, Zapier, no more Google spreadsheets, no more text magic and Scipio. I was able to get rid of all of those because now I have Flex. You guys have heard me talk about Flex before. Flex is my website and CRM management solution that I utilize. And I'm so fucking, like the reason I love Flex so much is because I had a hand in creating it. You guys know that Joe Tabaldi, who's my branding and marketing coach, he is the founder of Flex. And I've been able to work with him side by side to create a product that is going to help the owners of the micro gym industry fucking win. With Flex, not only do I have a website that's perfectly on brand and not some common template that every other fucking micro gym in my town has, but now I've got a CRM that allows me to manage all the communication and touch points of someone going from the lead stage to the prospect stage to the buying stage. And my entire staff has all the recipes and campaigns laid out in front of them so that everybody gets a consistent client experience. Most of you guys would agree you're doing a great job with the client experience. Once they're a member in your gym, they're happy. But what you're not owning is the prospect experience, all the touch points that take someone from the very first impression, whether it's a Facebook ad tied to one of your flex landing pages or whether they go to your website or Google, whatever it may be, from that first impression to the actual membership. All that white space in between is where we are dropping the ball. And I know the competition is getting fierce. You've got multi-million dollar boutique fitness facilities opening up in your market and Flex gives you the weapon in your arsenal so that you can create a better prospect experience than the other guys. So go to flexx.co backslash WTF and get a demo of Flex to see how this piece of software can change your entire fucking life for you and your micro gym. FLEXX.co backslash WTF. You will not be disappointed. I fucking guarantee it. Here's one of two things happens. People freak the fuck out because they're like, I've been doing this for 10 years and we're, it's still not doing what it needs to do. Right. Or people are like, holy shit, I made 10 years. I can make it 20. Yeah. You know, type scenario. Yeah. Um, what is it for you guys? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, I think you're like, there's been so much change in what CrossFit was when we. I mean, we started doing it in what, like 2010 or something. Yeah, which is still early, like still early. Still early. Yeah. Like, and then, um, yeah, so I think it's that piece, and then you're like, it's just such a different animal yeah. as a business. Yeah. I mean, it's such, which I think is really good. Sure. But, um, but I think it's, so it's just, I think it's just kind of keeping that up, and then we're, we're really just figuring out what you're, what you're kind of just adapting to that and kind of figuring out what that next have you guys seen or is more of like the people that come in are they crossfit seeking or are they just fitness seeking and crossfit just might be the flavor they go for because in the early days like a lot of people just like crossfit i want to try crossfit. Want to crossfit yeah yeah i would say it's it's going more toward that fitness seeking piece which is where we really sure shift our yeah it's like a spin studio a lot of people are like man but crossfit just isn't as popular I'm like Spin studios have been around for 20 fucking years right. and these guys still like they're not you're either into that genre or you right. just be into fitness and I'm like give this a try right. you know kind of thing yeah. that's what I think CrossFit's going to become for people I'm going to try that right. style of fitness yeah and we're seeing that a lot more than I yeah. think that we um, yeah when we first I mean we first we moved back to our hometown yeah. to start a CrossFit gym we were, we were, which is a smart idea because you're networked there you know people yeah. and we were the first you know we were the first one we, there was another one that opened for three and a half years yeah yeah. Um, but we're in a small, like 35,000 people. Okay. So small. Yeah. Small town, really. I mean, a lot of competition? We have one other CrossFit gym. Okay. That's really and good. then one, one real kind of micro gym that's um, 
that's doing functional fitness. Got it. CrossFit-esque without being CrossFit, yeah. 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 I would say we are, I would actually compare us, we're probably more like the non-CrossFit yeah. functional fitness gym than the other CrossFit gym. Sure. Gym CrossFit, um, another CrossFit gym, very unapologetic yeah. type model, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. Sure. I mean, which is totally it fine. still does really well yeah. if you do it right. Yeah, no, so I would say that we're, um, so we're, we're definitely more, I would say our, our, our goal is to, you know, we still have, we still have folks, we have folks that have been with us since we started, you know, but even most of those folks have kind of started, shifted towards sure. doing, you know, they were like across that when we first started, like CrossFit yeah. as a sport at CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. Moving more into that, this is not sustainable to be, and I'm not going to do this professionally, and I'm, yeah. I have a job and kids, and, yeah. and I'd like to do a competition, have fun with my friends. Sure, yeah. I, I'm not going to go to the game. So. Yeah, correct. It's, it's like signing up for a, a beer league, softball league right. kind of scenario. It seems like I would still like to be athletic and do a thing, yeah, but I like... I tell people, I'm like, it's like the people who want to do a marathon. Yeah. Run long distances. 100%. And, and do 5Ks and do half marathons. 100%. They don't do it because they think they're going to win the Boston Correct. Marathon. They do it because they enjoy it and yeah. they want to challenge themselves. Yeah. Anybody who runs on a long enough time... It, 100%. And it's it's like what Spartan races did for the average fitness goer. They're like, most fitness goers at the recreational gym were on a treadmill at some point. Right. And they're like, oh, I can do the Spartan race. It's kind of like that. And my bicep curls. And like, they just gave them something to put on a map that I'm going to, you know, do. I agree. I think anyone who runs on a long enough timeline signs up for a 5K or a 10K or a half. And I think these, you know, CrossFit competitions is the same exact way. But as long as like that's the culture, and it's like, okay, so we're training for the next one that's coming up for the next 12 weeks, right. and it doesn't become like, you know, I was on an intramural team, and they're like, you come in the practice, I'm like, the fuck did you say? They're like, practice. I'm like, dude, we're drinking. There's a keg on the right. sideline. I'm not coming to fucking practice. Right. Like, <laughs> what are we gonna win? Like, what am I practicing for? What? Yeah, what the hell am I practicing? <laughs> yeah, they're like, what? You, well, you know, and then that's like when I really started. I just really started to dial away from it when I had clients that were like, I need to train today. So you mean work out? And they're like, well, no, train. I'm like, you've been here six months, day one. Yeah, exactly. Day one when you came in, you said, I want to get fit. I used to play sports. I just like to get fit again. That was, that was all it was on day one. It's not even been a year and you're in this, well, I need to train for it. It's like you, you work at Bank of America nine to five. Like that's not changing. So it's, I think it's good. I think it's good that the sport becomes more professional, more professional. People look like, oh, I'm not making it now. Like, I, think, I think that's very healthy for all the no, gyms. I think it's, it's kind of made, really made people realize that like, if you don't start CrossFit when you're 12, yeah. and, or, you know, yeah. or, you were, or you were a college athlete yeah. who started doing it, yeah. and you were just like, the chances of you. Yeah. My favorite, <laughs> I'll have a gym owner call, like, I've got this group of, women and they're super competitive and it's just it's it's becoming a little bit of a poisonous culture they think they're going to do this I'm like go ahead and give them the workouts from last year's teen division right. and then don't tell them it's the workouts from last year's teen division and when they get their scores show them that there's a 17 year old whooping their ass left and right it generally just like oh right. God, i get it like that right. doser that come to jesus moment right. happens right yeah. well that's, i think too you find that it doesn't mean i tell people it doesn't mean that you can't love crossfit mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you I think people are playing golf that are not on the PGA Tour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean you can't still want to challenge yourself. Exactly. And get a muscle up if you don't have one right. or whatever. Right. But it doesn't, but it, it's just that piece of it that, and then you, it, it becomes not, I mean, like it becomes like not fun. Yeah. And they start to prioritize it over, I guess that piece, which yeah. I think it just sure. happens everywhere. Yeah. Right. So where we definitely like really tried to, and that's been hard. I mean, I think it's hard for, I mean, you still have those folks where you're like, that's the right. That's how they've identified you. That's they've known you. Nobody likes change. Like human be yeah. beings, instinctively don't like change. So it's it's gonna be tough. But it's it's one of those things that identity changes for some people, or they just 
Like when we pulled that flavor off the board and we changed everything, you know, huge exodus. And then there was, and it, it slow dripped after that, but then also the wave of people came like, I heard this was like where I go to do CrossFit after I don't want to do CrossFit anymore. Right. I was like, that's that's such a great way to put it. I was like, exactly. Yeah, and I think the two, you know, we really we've switched our entire model over to we do PT first. Yeah, very cool. A lot of PT. And yeah. You know, I mean, like we've had more that's PT awesome. revenue in the last year than we had in the previous. How long have you guys been doing it now? PT probably PT for over probably eighteen months. Awesome. Something like that. So, very cool. Yeah. So that's. Were you doing like an on ramp beforehand? Yeah, we still do a little bit of mix of both. Yeah. We do it like a, we still do some kind of foundation. Yeah. What was the genesis? I'm always always interested. In me. Like, what what was like? Okay, the on ramp or the thing we have now is just not working anymore. What was like the aha or the light bulb moment? Some retention with some of it was that piece of like even even though we were doing an on ramp and that kind of they got some one on one time, they it still doesn't prepare people for group classes. Sure. Like, in a lot of respects, they're still not quite ready. But used to. Yeah. I'll take gyms and I've got this Excel sheet and it goes out to 60 months and then it goes out to 120 months. I'm like, do you plan on being in business for you know 10 years, you know, 12 years? Yeah, I'm like, and then we do this one-to-one model where like, here's 150 up front and then you just charge me 150 on the back end with a good retention rate and, and here's all the people you would need to run this business where if you want to leave, like be able to walk away from it and you know, pop in and coach a class every now and then but you'd like to be able to take a paycheck from it and not have to do anything and you take that on along and it just, like the numbers just don't, the math doesn't work. You need that second revenue stream and especially with someone with CrossFit because everyone walking into CrossFit is instantly in their head like, I'm nervous, I think this, I've heard this is hard, it's kind of intimidating, I've never used that. So some education works. Like if you go buy a Lamborghini, you're not allowed to take it off the dealership until you've done like X amount of hours on a test course. Like it's a, it's a policy with right. Lambo. Like right. it's same thing with CrossFit. Like who in the world like walks is like, no, no, I'm just gonna get started. Yeah, I got all that. I'll figure it out right. on the fly. Like it's just insane. Most consumers are like, no, 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 please teach me. And it's more out of embarrassment. Right. So it generally male owners will be like, no, nah, I think most guys don't want to do one-on-one because they're like, here's the key. Go take a yoga class if you've never taken a yoga class. As a fit male, walk into a yoga class and they say warrior three and everyone knows how to hit warrior three. They say down dog, they know what to do. And you, while you're fit, you don't know the names of the exercises. Right. You are maybe off balance, because that's one of the 10 elements of fitness. We right. really don't test all that much. And you just, you feel anxiety, you feel a little bit of embarrassment, because you're amongst all these people that are doing better than you. I'm like, now amplify that times a million right. for Sally who walks in the gym and is 30 pounds overweight. And yeah. Weights. You've never yeah. Some dude working out the shirt yep. off and some gal that's yeah. years old. And, I mean, yeah. I put yeah. that out there. I had a guy like, dude, I'm not going to lie. I've literally blocked you 10 times because I think you're a piece of shit. But you told me that and I went and tried the yoga thing. Right. And I now completely get why PT First would be helpful for someone coming into my thing. Yeah. You know, and I, it's just, it's perspective is yeah. really what it is. Well, and I think too, it even allows people more because we will run, you know, we run PT at the same yeah. time. We run group classes and I think it even gives people, it just, gives them even more insight into like, okay, this doesn't, this is, it doesn't have to be the scariest Correct, scary. yeah. This is like, they just get a little bit yeah. more of that. I prefer for PT to happen, yeah. like in simultaneous. Yeah. Like it's really nice when uh, one of my guys is doing PT over here while group class is happening. Group class and maybe someone who, you know, everyone here is pretty much coming through PT first, but they, if they hadn't, they could look over and say, What's Deuce doing right. with that? But it's like, that's a one-on-one. Right. You guys offer that. Because there's a lot of CrossFit gyms that have members that don't even realize that they offer one-on-one. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. it just wasn't how we all started it. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Doing a lot more of that, just 
yeah, like yeah. Way, you know, kind of everyone has a, you know, yep. so you, people are getting Your coaches have a cohort of clients yeah. that they take, yeah, so I love that. They're, people are getting, and then they are people who weren't, didn't know about PT are now getting PT and getting some individualized programming. Yeah. That. I think it's been, I think that's been really good, especially for our folks who are kind of those more, I would say, huge. Yeah. Are you guys at Mad Lab Gym? Uh, awesome. I love it. Patty's, uh, I'm trying to plan a trip right now to go up to Vancouver. I've never seen his space and never gone. I've never hung out with him in person, but we've talked a ton over the phone and uh, I love what they've got going yeah, on. I'm only interactive, like I said. I mean, I, I you know, I, I coach yeah. a little bit. Um, I split, we split our I mean, group powerlifting program, which is actually one of my favorite nice. things to do. Cool. Women, yeah, yeah. Like women. And, so I do some, I, a little bit of coaching and some, you know, a little bit of business back end stuff, but. So I haven't interacted a ton with them, but um, cool. it's been good. Yeah? It came from my husband's a helicopter pilot mechanic by background, so like no fitness. <laughs> that's like, so no crazy. Fitness, no, you know, no small business. I mean, just like. That's know, so just CrossFit like, Kiowa, uh, one of my clients. Um, there, he that's his that's their logo is a helicopter. He was a helicopter mechanic as well. Yeah. And, like even creating, um, we even created like Lexicon and like instead of warm-ups, they have pre-flight. Oh, really? Like just things to dial in, because when you have that background, I'm sure like a lot of that, a lot of his personality and coaching style comes from the military background, yeah. and it, it, like it's so important for a brand, for whatever the the origin of the business owner, it should bleed through a little bit, you know, to everything. You should feel it, you know. You you know, we think of Glassman, and even though like you watch videos of Glassman, he's not like the best on camera, you don't see a lot of him. But when you hear his stories of I was a cyclist, I was a gymnast, right. and I and I lifted weights. This entire thing makes so much fucking sense, you know. Like the, that origin story is so cool, and I think people also like that's a cool job to fucking have. And military have really cool terminology, and that's one thing that every good micro gym I think needs to do is start to develop their own lexicon, their own set of terms. You can adopt all the ones you have as CrossFit, Wad, AMRAP, Fran, Helen, all that stuff, but it is important for you to adopt for your people to have things that are theirs that you know like again you go to Starbucks if you've never been to Starbucks you'd be like what's a grande what's a tall right. like there's special language everywhere obviously you guys I'm assuming six week you guys do six week challenges things like yeah it's a very anti mad lab thing good um, no we don't do I mean we don't we just don't do um, yeah we just don't do really any of that stuff yeah I mean, we have to not, um, is it just organic Facebook and word of mouth and inst like that, or are you guys? Yeah. Yeah, it's really. We, it's, we do, you know, I mean, we do Facebook. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, I'm not saying everyone doesn't like this, but there's, you know, throwing a six-week challenge. It's a good portion. Yeah. 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 They lose some of that. Correct. Even if, even if they were to join in a regular way, and they would have gotten some. Some, you know, kind of yeah. It's like watching my my dog hasn't had a bowl of water in a while, and I pour water in his bowl, and he just goes fucking ape shot. Right. That's like how a lot of gyms, like when the six week challenge, they're starving for cash. Right. I just get him in, get him right. in, get him in, and then like the second they pass that front door and the filter, and they get into the class, you have like a thirty percent, twenty percent chance of them keeping them, right. which makes you have to go back to the well, and you're just you're tapping. It's, it's addiction. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's exhausting to think about telling my coaches, hey. Yeah. Especially in a PT first model, it just doesn't work. Like you with PT first, if you sold ten people in a month, PT first, three to five sessions, Jesus Christ, right. that's a lot of hours of PT. Right. It's it's like when you see those right. ads seen on TV ads at like three a.m. in the morning, like the Fat Blaster Gazelle four thousand right. for four easy payments of twenty nine ninety nine plus shipping and handling. Right. They play them from one in the morning till four in the morning right. because that is when a depressed, sick, obese 
market is watching TV and eating. But think of like those tailored to the, the fear of someone of, I don't like who I am, I wanna fix this, oh, it's a quick fix. Right. Six week challenge marketing is the same way and it's, it, it, it drives me nuts because the way the ad tailors to someone who wants to be fit, it preys on people who are desperate for fat loss. That they would believe that in six weeks this is gonna, days, exactly. And then yeah. the gurus that are trying to sell the gym owners on doing this, are targeting the gym owners that are starving for cash, you know, and it's the same, it's a mirror approach both ways, you know? Um, you know, again, there's been gyms that like, uh, have done a good job of taking a six week challenge, turn into a transformation, and you come in and you start with five sessions of PT, sure. and you do this, all, like there's ways to ways tailor to, it, yeah. Ways to, to build it so it's not just. But it's, it's hard, because when you throw that six week challenge net out, you're gonna catch a lot of quantity, low yeah. quality, and you've yeah. gotta go fishing and you know hunting yeah. through to, to find someone who's willing to pay X amount of hundred. The thing too is that it's the, it's the, it's the structure of the fitness itself, and then it's the, and not, I know some of them are run where they pay, you know, if they pay, they're just actual a decent financial investment, but oftentimes they're these low cost, and then like anything, when they, you hit them with the real price of what it's gonna be like, they're like, hey, Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, so just, even though they might have known it, yep. it's like when they have to actually start paying it. Yeah. They, so, I mean, just, it just, yeah, it just is not a, um, I just don't think it gives people, you just can't give people good experience, which has been our experience. Yeah. I just, and also just, it drives me insane that like a gym owner who is, let's call it moderately intelligent, believes that there's a company, an individual, a gym launch, gym build, whatever company that can just members on demand. Like if that was the case, Apple would hire them and sell laptops on demand and like ZVL would be selling like we're like and, and think about it too every gym owner asks like have you ever in your life ever looked to buy a product or a service in which you saw the ad on Facebook you went to it you checked out a landing page and you said I'm gonna put my name email and phone number in now we do this for information things like ebooks or if I want to learn more about a product sure. that's one thing but actually to go ahead and be like I'm gonna sign up no I you re we research it right. you see something it's what we call you know awareness I'm aware of this product this service and then I go into consideration where I'm gonna research it. what gym is that I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna look up their Facebook their Instagram but there is a train of thought that people believe well no but the guru guy said that that ad with that copy is gonna make people just click and sign up and then show up in my door ready right. to pay $600 for a six week challenge. And it just blows my mind like how desperate, and like I think it's, and I feel I'm empathetic towards it because I understand what desperation will do to someone. You'll do anything at sometimes, you know? But it just like, come on, like that, every industry would have a lawyer launch, would get you clients for your lawyer. Like it would just be like, you know, yeah. it doesn't exist. It people through the door. To me it's just, it's not, there's no, it's really hard to build any I mean, that's, yeah, it's, I think that's my, it's just like there's- Especially coming from PT First where you know I was spending three hours with someone, five yeah. hours with someone, 10 hours with someone. You're like, yeah. they're best friends by the time that shit's done. Right. You know? Yeah. And when you start to see that and you're like, whether they stay in, you know, we just had our first client that got to 100 PT sessions. Hell yeah. You know, Hell yeah. Like Very cool. Really, you know, um, and they'll never want to do group classes. Yeah. They have some that are re rehabbing from something. Sure. They, you know, have been doing group classes. They, you know, they have an injury. They come back and do but when you see people, you're like, we never would have kept them. They never would have stuck with it yep. had they um, come in and gone to group class. You just know it. That, and yeah. that's where it's like, it's, it's great from a business perspective, but it's also great because it's like, I know this is good for you. Oh, 100%. And I yeah. think my favorite scenario is when someone asks that question, like, here, you guys see, you guys do a lot more PT. And Sally, who just joined the gym, did 10 hours of PT, 
gets a movement before that woman who's right. been here for three years. And she's like, well, why, why did she get that before right. me? She spent 10 hours with right. the coach. I haven't one spent, on yeah, one. correct. And in your three years of being here, like to be real, I have maybe spent a total of two hours actually coaching you right. individually in a group right. class. Right. It just doesn't scale like that. Yeah, and I think that's too is getting over that piece of where it's like, okay, but you're selling group classes, so why should I do, like, are you saying that group classes aren't good? It's like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you get, anytime you spend one-on-one -on -one time with someone, that's why sure. people get tutors for their kids at school. 100%. So I, I mean, some, it's like if you want, if you have a sticking point or a movement, it's going to be a whole lot easier if I can give you the time and energy and some individual programming and stuff that's going to be best for, you know, it doesn't mean that the group, that you can't learn in group classes, but yeah. if you want to get there faster, Think of it as like, a, you can, if you want to fly private, you can go right from point A to point B in a much faster, more convenient, efficient place, or you can fly coach and you have to have two layovers. Right. Like it just, you're still gonna get there, it's gonna take you longer and also, do you think that that workout up there is representative of only your goals? No, we're taking this on the aggregate, you know, type scenario. Yeah. That's so, uh, I'm, I'm so glad you guys are doing that. That's, and I, I do, I think it's gonna be one of these things where we look at it in like three to four years with what the content that Patty and those guys are putting out that I'm putting out. Like you ask anyone if they do PT first and they'll be like, well, of course. I think it's gonna become the mainstay. Yeah. I really do. It's a unique now for us. It's a selling position yeah. where a lot of people are fearful that charging more you know, we're able to say, listen, you're gonna go check out a bunch of gyms and they're just gonna throw you in the group class. Right. Have you done any of this? Right. And they're like, no. Right. Like, that's why we're not gonna do that. Yeah. And if you, we've all purchased something cheap. We've all purchased the cheap version and it breaks or whatever. Like, man, I wish I should've just fucking right. bought the expensive one. Well, I think too, I think, you, you know, I think we're probably, we're not, it's not unique to us, but I think for a long time we were really, you know, you get real scared about like, are people really gonna wanna pay for it? Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, I, I don't need to project my, just because I haven't been paying Correct, for yeah. this for, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I went and got a $275 a month recurring subscription with Kyle Ruth. He's one of the head coaches for Training Think Tank. Yeah. They do a bunch of remote programming, whatever, and I hired him for almost two, yeah, just about 24, 23 months. $275 subscription every single month for him to write programming for me. A, I was going through my OPEX courses at the time I wanted and we were gonna, we, we've, we, so we've had individual designs always been a huge revenue stream for us yeah. previously. And I wanted to learn how to best sell that by being a client. Sure. But I'm like, it's also probably important that I have a really, that I myself pay for something that expensive that's not a car note. Yeah. It's a personal service yeah. type scenario. No, I did that too. I just recently got a yoga membership and, uh, Oh fuck yeah! How great is that? Dude, it's, great. it's amazing. I have people that are like, I have people that are like, why? Do you have a like, is it? Do you not think? I'm like, no. I'm getting I'm the like, treadmill. I think it's amazing. I'm like, and I like, you know, it's like, I mean, I have, I have, a, you know, I have a full time job. I have yep. two kids. We run a gym. You know, and sometimes, you know what? I just don't want to be in the gym. It's so funny, my and wife. I, and I like it. Like, oh yeah. It's, it's good exercise. And it's something different. A hundred percent. My wife, we live right up the street from an orange theory, so we have a membership there. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we're getting the Peloton treadmill and be like, yeah. why don't you just go to your gym? Be like, it's convenient. We've got a two-year-old and three dogs. It's just jobs and businesses. It's just like, it's convenient as fuck. And because I think also as you get more experience and stuff, you stop getting elitist about what you do fitness-wise. You know, you're kind of like, and also I think from a business perspective, it's great to see what technology is doing on that front, yeah, you know? Um, that's it's nice it's really cool. Yeah. Like even though I don't do it full time, it's still your space. hundred percent. I mean, even if even if you don't have a coach shirt on and people know you're not coaching, yep. like, it's still your space, you're still paying attention to Oh, hundred percent. Like you can't I, turn it off. You can't. It's really hard to it's turn the it off. worst. It's it, you know? yeah, that's why I'll go other places 
or I work out when a class is not going on, that kind of scenario. And it was harder for me when I was the coach in the classes, and now that's why this was cool. So Isa, she'll let me on the schedule like once a month kind of scenario. Um, I was excited about this, but uh, it's one of those things, man, where when people see you in the gym in the certain role all the time and anytime you deviate that role like even if you're out like i remember being out and someone would come up and i'm with a bunch of my buddies we're drinking beers and crushing quesadillas or something they're like you eat like this i was like i don't know what you think this life is brother like i'm not like sitting at home counting my bowls of rice and shit yeah i didn't prepackage my mask to bring to the bar exactly the um the one thing i thought was really interesting